Hi, I'm Des, and you're listening to Black Underground. So today I have a guest, a very special guest, <laughs> um, one of my best friends. His name is Tarek Boyce. Tarek, would you like to say hi to everybody? Hey, what's up? My name is Tarek. <laughs> How you doing? And he also has to be awkward, of course. <laughs> How are you, Tarek? Are you good? I'm all right. You know, a little bit sore, you know, the gym, gym life, you know. Apparently he goes to the gym. Okay. Cool. Like yesterday was leg day, so yeah, that was cool. Like day, I miss that. I miss doing. Well, you know what? Being pregnant, I can actually do exercises. It's just that like, it's hard sometimes because you're so fucking tired. I, <laughs> so I, you I, wouldn't know, no, but you can't relate. But. <laughs> you can't relate. It's okay. Anyways, um, Tarek has come out with a poetry book and i really am excited to talk about it i want him to break everything down analyze just everything so um yeah just let us know what is your book about oh well um my book it's called uh, black blue green it's a collection of poetry that i've written for uh, over about the past 10 years it's a poetry from all of that stemming into like one big collection and yeah, it's just uh, started writing a few years ago when I was like, what, 19? And I just. Um, Only 19? I thought it yeah. was like. No, it was like 18, 19 I started writing, uh, something around there. Oh. And it was just, you know, just experiences in life. But yeah, the book is just uh, all poetry and like each, basically each color represents like a section of the book. So each color represents like an emotion basically. So black would be like anger and darkness and blue would be like a heartbreak and like sadness. And then the green is like joy in life. And then they all have poetry for like each of those, uh, each of those, uh, yeah, those, those colors. That's really cool. I can't wait to read it. Cause this is my first time actually like seeing a physical copy, even though I don't have a copy <laughs> of it yet. Yeah. Sold out. <laughs> Which is like amazing that they got sold out. That's cool. But you know, being your best friend and all, I should have a call there. Yeah, but it's okay. I'll, I can wait. Soon, soon, soon. <laughs> um, so I just want to get into how long we've known each other for. You know, we have to, we have to talk about that too. Oh, geez. <laughs> Forever. Oh. Yeah, we've known each other. Tarek is probably my longest, like, friendship. But I didn't know it at first. No, because we kind of like, <laughs> we were like kids and then we forgot and then we met yeah. again and like teenagers. So it was like... So I've known him technically since I was two years old yeah. and he was four <laughs> and um, our parents, like our families work basically at the same place um, and we went to the same church and all of that. We met again when I was 14 and he was 16. Like I was, I was just- like 15 because I mean, you're 15? Oh yeah, 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 I have a late birthday, that's right. So we met at the church. Um, but know. you but you didn't you weren't even going to church no, like that like no. you just so happened to come because of our other friend right uh, right so. <laughs> and they wanted me to be like the the, the trumpet boy so they used to ah uh, yes 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 <laughs> i forgot boy. you oh yeah so yes he also plays the trumpet which is and he's really good at it so anyways I'm probably the rest of you should definitely get back into it. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I it's just sitting under, I'm sitting under my um, my bed. I just have it sitting there. I got a, I got a saxophone. That's what I really want to play though. That'd oh, be cool. Yeah, I used to play it in high school, but I just never. They're expensive, man. I want to get one, but like they're probably like decent ones. Probably like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. So yeah. I think I know someone that might be able to help you actually. Now that I think about it. I know someone with a saxophone. I'm where you got it from. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll, I. 
I'm to continue my story here. Sure. Yes. But yes. Please. So we, so yeah, we met again when at church, and then we became friends. And then I think like I told my mom about you or something. <laughs> like I mentioned you, and she goes, "Oh yeah, Tarek." And I was like, "Huh? <laughs> like how do you know him?" Yeah, when I first met you, I thought it was the first time I met you. Yeah, it was. I thought it was the first time I met you too. So. Yeah, my mom was like, no, like, he used to come to the house. Like, I've known him since he was, like, a kid. I had no idea. So, we, me um, and his grandparents lived in the same building. And you were always at your grandparents' house. That's yes. why. That's why we, we we knew each other. And his grandparents and my parents worked in the same place. So, that's how that worked. I think you should live, like, right beside on the same floor. Yeah, we lived on the same floor. It's just you were, like... You were further down. I was all the way. Yeah, you guys were all the way at the end, and yeah, I was right by the elevator. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Cool. This is apartment child talk, okay? <laughs> For those of you that's never lived in an apartment, <laughs> this is apartment child talk. But yeah, so um, so yeah, so yeah, my mom was just like, yeah, like I know him, you know him, like this is not your first time meeting. I was like, oh shit, okay. So that like brought us closer together. Like we were like, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, we were we were like instantly close after that because it was just like, oh, like we've literally known each other like forever, you know. So yeah, it's always it's always been like that. We've always been friends, and we we never went to the same school or anything. We just always been friends, and we kind of sort of have mutual friends here and there. Quite a few. Yeah, just we yeah just course. random like people. It's like, oh yeah, like, oh I know Tarek, and I'm like, how do you know him? <laughs> like that's so weird. <laughs> Even the weirdest one that I would probably say is uh, Lejean. Oh, yeah. Like, weird as hell. I was just like, yeah. he me and him, I used to dance, and me and him used to be in a natural club. It was cool. And, then I'm, and I'm like, I mentioned, oh, yeah, I'm a best friend. And he's like, who's your best friend? I'm like, her name is Desiree. He's like, Desiree, who's Desiree? I'm like, and he's like, hold oh, on, Desiree, do you know Delon? I'm like, Delon? I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. That's like, that was pretty funny. Forever. I'm just like, hold on. That's like my best friend. I'm like, whoa, what a small that, world. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. So. Yeah, shout out to Lee Jean. <laughs> shout out. I don't know if he's gonna listen to it, but <laughs> I'll tell him to. <laughs> I actually hit him a few few so he wants to buy a probably member too. So oh, cool. You know what? We should probably all meet up because we, we're due to hang out with him too. So Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. So he apparently he comes to uh, Scarborough to some volleyball tournament or something. Every, oh, okay. Every, every okay. So that's cool. Him, yeah. yeah, we're just putting all your business on blast, Lee Jean. It's okay. Whatever. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, so we yeah we've been friends forever, and you know, now we're you know we started this podcast. You have a you have a poetry book out. You're you're an author now. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel to be an author? I don't know. It's, it's a weird feeling. It's like surreal. I don't know. It's like I look at my book and it's like I I always had like dreams about like just me holding a copy in my hand, and I actually have a physical copy that I've sold out. You know, not many copies, but for me, it's still. A, a How many copies do you say that you sold already? Like, if you were to like kind of estimate, I probably gifted oh, like four copies, and then this is the, f- and then I have two of my own, so that's six, and then I printed I had eighty-four copies, and I gifted six, so seventy-eight. I sold. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a that's really good for someone <laughs> that ju- like he legit came out with this book like. What? When was it? Two, two, just after, just so what? End of, End of mid-September? mid-September? Yeah, mid-September, yeah. Because you've been working on it for a while. Yeah, and... yeah, but, I had, but I, had this, I had copies before, but those were like preliminary copies. I had like 10 copies, which is included in the 80 and 78 book. Right, right. That was probably like the end of summer, like August. And then I printed my next batch, maybe mid-September. I had the bigger amount, with like 70 copies. And those went like 
just like that. Yeah, and I, and I still don't have one. People, Whatever. A lot of people, a lot of people <laughs> that want that don't have. You'd be that's good. No, but that's really good that you know you have a lot of supportive people around you. But then there's those other people who you know you pitch your ideas to them and they think that it's you know silly or they oh, don't yeah, think you're gonna that's, that's... do well. So have you? Did you experience that? Oh, of course. You express it in every in every section of your in every every aspect of what you want to do. Like when you want to like uh, focus on your dreams and like want to manifest something, something you can like. It could be tangible, I guess, in a sense. But I don't know. For me, like, and I, I think it's for us, our generation, it's like we can't really do the whole nine, nine to five job. It's like it just it feels like it's like it's like dampening our like ability, I guess, our abilities. Like I don't know. It just yeah, feels... it it is it it is. <laughs> You're right. You're totally right. Yeah, because I also feel that like this generation, like, we have so much dreams and aspirations and goals and that we want to go go to, and then. The nine to five does, just doesn't, doesn't work for that. It doesn't you know work. I mean? it, it takes up your time. You're drained by the time you get home. You don't want to do anything. Yeah. And like, it's just kind of like, do I want to put in the energy to follow a dream that may not even happen? But it's like, you got to believe in yourself have to. That's, in that's order nice. to to get there, you know? So, and yeah, even, no. Yeah. And even for me, it's like, it's even more bigger than like you said, people work a lot. I work six days a week at three different jobs. Yeah. And I still was able to put this book out exactly so it's, it's just if you want something that bad or you want if something you dream for you, you work on it and print, even if it's you know some days you can't do it because you know you're tired you know you're busy but you just keep going at it until like you know you know i, I find some people they'll stop before but i just i couldn't i just had this in my head so long and so much it was it was just like a burning desire like i had to get it out and then it's out now so it's a good feeling i'm so proud of you I'm really, really happy that you were able to do it because this is something that you've been talking about for a long time. And yes. I remember when you were doubting yourself about it, I was like, bitch, you better, you better step up and then and, and do it because, you know, this is, yeah, this is something that, this is your dream. This is what you want. Like, yeah, we're always talking about writing poetry. I, I write a little bit myself, but I haven't written anything She's, in a don't, while. Don't see more. She actually came <laughs> Don't see, don't see. I don't, I don't. I, I don't write anything anymore. This is from a, 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 a <laughs> person that's been writing for a long time, and I appreciate a good art and cheek and write. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I honestly haven't written anything in a while, and actually seeing his, his the physical copy of his book has actually been very inspiring for me. Just that's like good. he literally came in with the book, and I was like, "Yeah, I really need to get back on my poetry." <laughs> like, that's and it's good. funny because like I buy I buy poetry books. Like I, I read poetry books. I like to see what's out there. Um, but yours, I think it's just because I know you and I've known you forever just to have, you know, somebody have their own poetry book out that I know. And it's like, yeah. that is really in inspirational to me. So who knows? Maybe in a couple of years, I'll have my own poetry book. <laughs> <laughs> a year. You can make it a year. You know what it is? What I, what I do want to do is, um, is write a children's book. You can do that too. That's something that I that I've always wanted to do. I wanted to write a children's book based on Amara, and I'm gonna have to definitely consider the next child as well because if that child knows that I wrote a book about Amara, I'm like, um, what about me? Well, you'd probably be too young enough to know anything about that. Until. That's true. That's true. But yeah. And then so, when, you, when you're when you're even when he's old and you're you're famous and everything, he won't care. He won't care because he's getting everything that he wants, right? Like, oh, or my she, or she, or she. My mom yes. read a, She wrote a, a book and now we rich. I don't have to worry. <laughs> you know, I spread about me later, you know. But yeah, so that's definitely something that I that I find very inspiring and it's definitely going to push me towards doing more, you know, other than my podcast and my baking. 
so you know. I like your making. Thanks. It's great. I want some more. Well, you need to pay. Because <laughs> I can't I can't be giving out free desserts no more. <laughs> you can't be coming over for no cheesecake and not paying me no more. <laughs> uh, I'll pay you in, in, in hugs. What? What? <laughs> Boy, you better you better put your hugs away and give me some, give me like fifteen dollars for that cheesecake. <laughs> but yeah, so that's definitely something I have to really work on too. But I have business cards coming out, so I'm really happy about that. Really happy. I actually got those sent out for the podcast and for the baking, so I'm happy. Um, so yeah. Um, so back to your book. What was I going to ask you? Oh, what was what was the inspiration to even like put everything together? Huh. Well, honestly, like for me, writing has always been a way to like release and like express yeah. myself. Like yeah. I always found when I was younger, like I never had an outlet. Like I couldn't, I, I would just, you know, I'd experience things and I would just bottle them inside. I wouldn't talk to anybody about, about them. And it just, at one point it just got to, it was so much and I had no outlet. And it was funny, my other best friend that's not here, uh, Kayon, he used to write back then. He was just like, why don't you just start writing your problems out? I'm just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna try it. And in the beginning, it was it was bad. It sounded like Dr. Seuss, but you know. <laughs> At least you did it. You start somewhere. And you know, in the beginning, it was, I also felt like, um, if, I, if I share this with anybody, they're, they're gonna judge me or they're gonna think a certain way. But I, I had to like, you know, stop thinking like that. And, I, I, and then I just, at one point, I just, you know what I wrote and I'm just like, this is my writing. So I feel about it. If you don't like it, you don't have to like it. You can fuck off. And but there's always those people that appreciate what you wrote, I guess. But, yeah. Or like you know, people that can resonate or like they can relate to certain things you say. And, and that's really important too. That's that when when it's relatable, it's it's easier for people to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I find <laughs> I find a lot of people that don't read po- like they they don't know anything about poetry. They don't read poetry books. They'll be like, what does that mean? Like, they don't understand metaphors, you know? But like, when you've been through shit, you understand metaphors. (laughs) Yeah, you know? Like, you don't, people that have been through shit, they don't have to necessarily like poetry, but they could resonate with it and be able to be like, oh shit, you know what? I feel that way too. But I I can't say that out loud, you know? But this poem said it for me. But this poem said it for me. And, a lot of the times like some of the stuff that i that i read i i feel that way because there's a lot of things that you know i'm sort of you know afraid to write down myself or afraid to say out loud even though i'm 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 very outspoken but like there's certain things i'm just like oh i don't know you know this is ethical you know (laughs) to say but yeah yeah so it's it's really important to resonate with your readers and to be able to be able to just relate to them and it's like you understand how they feel you know what i mean yes that's that's kind of that's that's kind of what um i feel poetry books are are, should be is it's like the author understands how you feel and they're putting it out there to be like hey you're not alone yeah exactly you know this is my take on that and i want you to experience it with me in a sense you know for sure for sure but yeah, um, is, do you have any other, um, anything else that pushed you towards, like any, I guess like personal events that happened in your life that kind of like really inspired you to like, okay. To start writing a book? Yeah, to be like, okay, I gotta write this book because I got a lot of thoughts in my uh, head. I'll be honest with you, yeah, there was. Um, so, you know, this book was, I've always thought about it, like maybe like 
six, seven years ago, I was like, oh, I should write a book. I have a lot of poetry, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you know, it'd be a cool thing, but it never really took like a serious note until, um, oh, my, yeah, until my father passed away about two years ago. And it's funny because I wasn't even really close with him. It's just, um, I guess just the whole event of seeing my grandmother having to go through what she went through. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just, it, it sparked something in me. And that literally was the thing that made me just like, you know what, I got to get in my shirt. And then I literally gave myself like a, a, a an, uh, what is it? What do, you, what do you call that word? Like a deadline or like a? Oh, uh, no, like a, a pact. I, give, I, I made a pact uh-huh. with myself saying, I'm going to write every single day until I can't write anymore. And I wrote for three months straight. That's amazing. And 60% of those poems, probably 70% of those poems are in this book. So, And see, it's, it's those heavy, heavy experiences that you go through that really yeah. trigger the writing. I think I think pain is the best place where you can get poetry comes from, honestly, because pain is so relatable to everybody. Everybody goes through pain. Everybody, everybody goes through pain. pain. So that, that's with me. And I'm, yeah, and clearly pain came out. I mean, pain can be beautiful sometimes. And I'd say that my poetry is beautiful, but it's 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 a darker beautiful, but it's still something that Definitely. can be appreciated for sure. For sure, for sure. Now that's amazing. I think that's great. Um, what else did I want to ask you? Um, the art of the book. Do you want to describe what? the art? The art. Well, I, okay. This is not. This is like the 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 second draft. It's basically what was like a better fit for the page. Mm-hmm. My first idea was of like the same kind of um, concept with a, a, a woman sitting like in a room with like a. a I'm lost for words right now. With a curtain behind her, with the, with the window open, and like. But instead of like what I have here, basically what I have in this picture, it's a tree, just kind of like blowing in the in the rain outside. Mm-hmm. But in, in a, my original uh, thing, I wanted it to be uh, a big window with a building on each side and a road going perpendicular down the street. But you can't mm. really draw that and make it look decent enough to it'll look too too cluttered. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. So I made it simple. I told him to just make the woman a little bit bigger, and I wanted the so in this one it's just a, a woman. She's sitting on a, she's basically sitting on like a, a pillow. pillow. Yeah. She has a waist a waist basket in the in the corner of the of the, of the, the picture room. the picture of the room yeah mm-hmm. and on the floor she basically has like a book that she's writing and she just has like tore pieces that she's ripping off and she's stressed so she has like a cigarette or, or whatever, however you, you want um, to be wanna, a split for me yeah her, exactly <laughs> however you want to interpret that what she's smoking is whatever you get from this because I wanted the page to be, the, the front page to be very like um, transparent so you could like take whatever you want from it so whatever you I mean like the colors on it like they're very subtle just to make you know obviously the front of the book is called black blue green so I have like the outside it's raining it's blue and then her hair is black and then the ashtray is green Which very is, simple very it's subtle. very very subtle and it's it says so much like the picture just says so much yeah, it's, it's, the front of the front of the, the book i'm gonna put a um i'm gonna put a picture up on my instagram page for those of you that are interested in seeing the book um and on my on my insta stories and stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna be annoying on <laughs> on instagram for a little bit but <laughs> yeah her face is it's no face she's faceless and she's faceless which is which is i think is great i think that's really cool i think it's super cool I was experimenting and I, I put a face that my artist, my artist put a face in it. It didn't look the way I thought it would. So I'm like, you know what? Leave it blank. Leave it blank. And it yeah. works perfectly. And I like that her clothes are, are just white. Like, I, I'm like, it's cool that she's just wearing all white yeah. and like, that's it. You know, and just, it's just the outline. 
and yes. her hair has like the most detail yeah which is really cool it, you know your hair says a lot about you of you know course, course, so i think true. that's really cool that you know and it's like that but yeah i i i love it i haven't even read it yet but i love it i'm just staring <laughs> at it and i'm like i like this book <laughs> people look at it like you know, it's like, you know it's funny I, I work at a gas station and most of the people that bought it were from the gas station and they'd seen the couple like what is this book of i'm just like oh it's a book of poetry and they're like oh really you write poetry i'm just like yeah it's like oh you have to be really like you have to really put yourself out there to write something like that i'm like you're you're kind of right but i think after a while you just um i don't know how to explain it you just uh you realize that people are going to always say things about you and they're going to have their their um, their thoughts and their criticisms but you just have to put out what you love doing and i just felt like i wanted to share this with people because you said and before people can relate to it and yeah for sure that's just yeah it just yeah i think that's really cool I didn't know that you were selling at the, at the gas station. That's nice. Yeah, well, you know, I, just the regular customers that come in, they'll be yeah. like, um, I, you know, and I may try, I walk in, like, I'll have, like, uh, maybe like six, seven copies on me just sitting on the side. No, that's really cool. It's a really good way of selling your, your books. I it's sold so a smart. lot like that. And I have, I still have customers that want books that I don't have. But, like, I have one guy who comes in every weekend. You got to look for me. I'm like, oh, man, I don't have them. I sold out. I'm gonna get some soon. And then, I think know. it's really nice that it's, it's funny because there's a lot of people you wouldn't expect to like buy a poetry yeah. book yeah, you know you're very, very right about that you wouldn't expect it like you look at them and you, you talk to them and it's like you, you want a poetry book <laughs> yeah, people are like i'm you know? just like i show them i'm just like it's something i wrote you know and then one of the first things most people said like are you selling it? i'm like oh really like i didn't even i don't i don't promote Yo. it to like for sale i just promote it to just show them that i did something that you know, i'm proud of the thing is people will buy anything yeah everyone a lot of people just said like i want to buy for support like i had i had two my different two different managers from two different jobs but five and six copies of my book that's amazing yeah. that's really cool that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to buy like a couple of copies so i can um yeah. give them up for christmas yeah, i think so it's a really doing yeah that. it's a good it's a good idea you know it's I, a poetry book like i've had there's somebody that knows me that knows that i like poetry books and they've bought me two poetry books for like um like for christmas or birthday or whatever and like i think that's the best present i i just love having the hard copy of books i hate like i, I don't like the digital you know i like to have the physical copy in my hand like you know in like a little corner like you know uh cuddled up with you know a couple tea, cup of tea or something and just reading a book and i just like that physical copy and I know there's a lot of people out there like that instead of reading oh, of like course. from a Kobo or like a Kindle or, well, the, you know? It's either so. or, like I've met people that, a lot of people I've met have asked me, where is it, can I get this online? Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, and there's well, a lot of, and again, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of people who would rather have an ebook, oh, yeah. which is, which is definitely something that, you know, you're definitely going to work towards, well, obviously, it's, it's you know? Step for sure. Yeah. It's, just, it's literally just shocking to me the amount, because it's, it's literally probably about half that asks me if they have it online. Yeah, and they'd say they'd buy it right away if it was online. So yeah, that's my next step. Is just trying to put it, put it online. Yeah, yeah, yeah for that's sure. The next step, and then yeah, I'm, can't wait for that. It's Baby amazing. steps, right? Like oh, the thing is, is, the simple fact that you published a book yeah. is like <laughs> the shit right now. Yeah. You know, it has like a barcode too. It has a barcode. Like I look, I was looking at the book and I was like, oh shit, this thing has a barcode. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm technically a registered, like a published author in, in Canada. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, Canada. That's so are you um gonna have a launch party are you yes. what, what's going on 
I'm going to eventually have a launch party, but like you know, as everything is, you know, everything costs money. So yeah. that's why I printed these initial copies to, to sell a few, mm-hmm. and the money from that will be going into everything else, like uh, something. So I guess uh, the online sales, the audiobooks, <clears throat> the paying for the launch party, everything. Um, I want to buy a camera as well because um, I actually turned a few of my poems into videos. Oh, nice! And I used, you've seen some of the videos, maybe. I think I think I've seen like one or two of them. But I want to get like a really, really good camera, mm-hmm. and then start to like narrate all my poetry into video form. That would be really cool, and put it on show. Put that shit on YouTube. You know how many views you'll get I because have... you'll already have like you like because you already published the book. It's like you'll have a, enough people like to follow. Answer. Yeah, you'll already have an audience, and it's just like. Oh, he has his YouTube page now. Okay, yeah. we gotta follow this, you know. And with a nice camera, so. people. Will be, I find that people will. Like, I mean, nowadays, I, I'd say content is one is a big thing, but camera quality is also like people will, like oh, they, yeah. they draw like, if, it, if the video looks crispy, it looks nice, and looks artistic. People will more click on your, your on your video than if it was like a lower grade, like I, like I have choppy yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So no. I'm gonna spend like a decent amount of money on a camera and make sure, like you know, basically the videos will be um, it'll be a silent video. Mm-hmm with just me speaking like i'll be narrating the video with my like the, the video will be uh sorry i, I said that wrong <laughs> me the narr- me i'll be basically i'll be reciting the, the poem as the narration for the video mm. so basically what's happening in the video is like basically the poem right sense. right and some of them will be very simple some of them will be very abstract intricate yeah oh yeah i have a, i have ones that are gonna be very i have a couple that i want to i want to i want to shoot them really soon because um they're gonna be amazing. Like I have one in for a fact, and sh- like for sure, it's gonna be like a masterpiece. <laughs> That's really cool. And it's just, I guess it's be just me trying to be like a perfectionist, because I guess um, that's one thing when it comes to my art. Like I, I find that it could be better but that's just i think that's just my that's everybody yeah i think that's anybody true. that puts their heart into something they always say it could be better you know i'm always looking for ways to you know promote the podcast and and do you know all types of things mm. like i'm always looking for ways to oh what 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 kind of recipes can, I, can how can i change my recipe for my baking you know like you want to perfect your art you want to perfect your craft so it doesn't matter what you do and the simple fact that you are a perfectionist and you are thinking that way it'll definitely get you farther because you'll want to you you, you'll be more open-minded to trying different things and being like okay you know what let me try this instead of instead of doing this this doesn't work out so let me try this you know because there's a lot of people who they they got shit going on but they're so close-minded that they don't Mm -hmm. move forward you know so it's very important to have an open mind when you're you, you're you're doing your own craft and you're you're kind of like displaying that to other people yeah, exactly you have to you know, because people so. everyone has their own opinion you know yeah I mean? of course everyone's gonna have their own opinion even if your shit is good as hell they still have something well, to say yeah. I've, I've, you know i'm surprised i've had people that you know i've given them like i've given random people my posts like just some random people my poetry my poems and some people say it's really really good and some people say it's just okay some people say it's all right and i'm just like but the bulk say it's really good but you know yeah. everyone has their own view on what it is and yeah how yeah. they feel off of it so whatever yeah it's it's really any like it's their prerogative and whatever it is that they're thinking because again not everybody thinks the same so that person that might have said it's okay their mind is not open because it's just like they probably don't even understand what the poem is about you know what i mean so yeah but anyways we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back
and we're back so we're gonna switch up the topic a little bit um so i was just talking to Derek about like how like if it's possible for for men and women to be friends and is that possible <laughs> Derek? Of course, of course it is i mean Look at this relationship we have. I mean, like, yeah. I've known you for how long? We're friends. We're good friends. We're good friends. Bestest friends. Bestest friends in the whole wide world. But yeah. like, you know, there's people around us that may will beg to differ. It's just like, oh, well, something definitely, you know, something's happened. Happen, Some yeah. something good. Something's gonna happen. Something happened already. Something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it. It's it's well, interesting. Trust me, I got better people like that. I, I remember I was on one one girl. She was like. It's like you can't be friends with someone you you've had a relationship with in the past. I'm like, why not? It's like you never know what could happen. I'm like, yeah, but no. she's married with a whole child, the whole ass child, and, and a whole, whole other husband. child come in. Like, and a whole how other child come in. Do you think something's gonna happen? So we, so yeah, so we had like this like a very snippet of a relationship. Yes. And but it was like literally nothing. Like nothing happened. It was like we established that we were boyfriend and girlfriend, and then nothing happened. We didn't even see each other. No, for like, for like, <laughs> like, it was like a frog. We literally we didn't see each other for like a whole month. We didn't. Nothing happened. <laughs> it wasn't like I don't even, honestly I don't even count it as a relationship because yeah, it was it, was, it wasn't it, anything. It really wasn't like it was like you know it was one of those things because like you're you're young like I don't yeah I don't even remember but like you know you just meet this person you just think you meet this person. <laughs> And it's like, oh, like, you know, oh, new girl or a new guy. Like, oh, maybe we should try it. Maybe we should try going out, whatever. No, like nothing, literally nothing happened. Like, it was so funny. So, you know, I guess he mentioned that to like girls before and they, they're just, they, they're like, that's impossible. How, but to them, it's like, oh, well, you're, you're, you're having sex and, and you're yeah, doing this they, and you're doing that. The just, they're, you're, they're expecting the worst. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of women just can't get past it. A lot of men too, like okay, well Delon Delon's an exception. Delon doesn't give a shit. <laughs> well Delon's not like me. Delon and Tarek, yeah, Delon and Tarek's birthdays are um a day oh. apart. Oh yeah, yeah. And they talk when when they meet up, like when Tarek comes over, I don't exist. <laughs> the only reason why I exist right now is because we're doing the podcast. Yeah, I was talking to him before. But he was like out there talking to him and I was cleaning the house. So it's just <laughs> like He's literally like my older brother I never had. Yeah, like they're they're so close <laughs> and they have this they have pretty much the same views on like pretty much everything. Yes, it's great. And like it's just it's it's weird. <laughs> it's weird to me. But like Dawn's fully aware of, you know, the fact that we, how long we've known each other, that there was like this snippet of a relationship. He doesn't give a shit. It's just like, <laughs> no, just, <laughs> like okay, I'm we're I'm married to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like it's it's whatever. It's it's really whatever. Some guys are mad jealous and they'd be like, nah, he ain't kind of like that. Oh, Lord Jesus. Just, Could uh, you imagine? I'm, I'm just happy he's like me. So, like, because I'd be the same way if it was if it was reversed, like, same exact way. Yeah. <laughs> I, would not, I would not care. Wouldn't care at all. <laughs> and I, and like, I have a lot of guy friends. Like, a lot. And that's something that I actually told Delon from the jump. I was like, listen, I have a lot of male friends. A lot of these guys I call my big brother. So like, I just need you to respect that. Like these people, I'm not gonna like stop being friends with them because of whatever you're thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm I'm not gonna do that. So if this if that's a deal breaker for you, let me know. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, okay, well this is great. I'm good. Ah, He's like, know. as long as they don't try some shit, I'm good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really what it is. And all it's just matters. like. Like, why can't we all be friends? Yeah. Why, why <laughs> do everyone expect something's gonna happen? If, you know, because it's you know what it sex. is? It's like, it's like this, I think it's like an intimidation thing. Yeah. 
and it's like oh okay well that guy's like bigger and stronger than me or like they just assume you know what i mean like they have their own insecurities so when their girlfriend or wife or whatever is friends with uh a ma- another male it makes them feel they inferior try it try, yeah i try to size them up and be like, oh i can take him you yeah. know and I mean, it's like i mean it that's I just more of a masculine thing with women um <laughs> yeah they're all conniving oh like i don't even know i feel like w- w- women are horrible yes Whoa, <laughs> manipulative yeah. horrible they, talk, they say talk some shit sometimes when yeah they're mad when they want when they're on their petty shit too so oh okay so for me i'm gonna admit i'm i'm very territorial when it comes to the lawn well yeah course. i'm very territorial um he doesn't have many female friends which i'm so happy about honestly that's something that i don't have to worry about um but you know i've had reservations in the past i've had i've had trust issues in the past because there were certain things that were happening that i was questioning so i but it wasn't like me being like when i see them i'm like oh yeah you're you're gonna you're gonna go after my man and and he's gonna just run off with you No, no 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 it wasn't like that it was like a huh like okay is she being real with me you know can can i be friends with this girl too or is she feeling away because i'm with her friend do you know what i mean it's something like that too so there there was a lot of that and um i just kind of had that question in my head like okay um you know how often do they talk and you know what is she saying to him about me or like you know what i mean because if they were friends before he values her opinion course so it's like could she say something to alter this relationship you know so there was a i had a lot of questions in the beginning like this is literally like the first year year and a half going into two years and it just kind of ended off after that like i was just kind of like okay he's here to stay whatever <laughs> but i did have my trust issues because you know i've been cheated on i've been i've had like horrible relationships before delon so it's like you have those trust issues i remember yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like Tarek knows about all of them so um it's it's it was different it wasn't like me trying to like size up a woman or whatever or trying to you know compete with them trying to look like them because that that's what a lot of girls are doing you know um for me like if you know if we're out and i see like a, a girl you know check out Delon. i'm like yo <laughs> she's checking yo, out yo yo what do you think of that girl because she just looked at you <laughs> that's, like, that, that's so refreshing if i could find out that or that she wouldn't get mad yeah I'd look at her, she looks nice and that's that's, the that's, thing, that's where it ends like look at that the thing with Delon is <laughs> like we'd see a girl outside and i would think she's cute right yeah don't be like she's okay there was one time we're out and i'm like yo that girl's really sick i don't like her nose oh i'm like <laughs> Very what specific. what do you mean you don't like her nose that sounds like something i'd say too. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck like a serum like oh you're, you're sticking out too much like her. what is this you I'm know so i'm just like what do you mean her nose like you know but he is um he's very picky <laughs> and i tell people this all the time and i'm like honestly i'm 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 blessed i'm lucky because you know there are beautiful women in the world you know there there are gorgeous gorgeous women in the world i'm sure there are women that have hit on him and passed and and stuff like that that you know he found attractive and body wise and face and whatever and but he's really picky he's all about you know somebody that you can converse with of course you know that's yeah and that's one thing he said that you know 
that's probably like the, one of my best qualities is the conversation that, the conversations that we have like we we have really good conversations we have in-depth conversations they're very open we don't hide anything from each other we're very straight up with each other that's how it should be and that's how it should be but there's a lot of relationships where people are too scared to say certain things yeah. to people because they're scared of their reaction and scared of their opinions and it's like how could you be scared of your Seeing better half like, yeah. yeah and you're married to this person or you're you're in a long-term relationship you with this person got through all that before in the Ex- past. exactly that should have been something up. that like if you guys had issues before that should have been something that you should have hashed out like within like the first couple months yeah six six months six max. months tops to a year yeah and, or like you know when you first move in with that person because that, be that that's always a big test like for me that was a big test to see if i'm compatible with him to mm-hmm. see you know we, we were living together for years like pretty much the 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 whole of our relationship like i think there's like one year i think it was like one the year out year or something like i think within the first year we were, we were living together really? but, yeah or like a year Some, after i think it was like a year it. after i don't I remember, know I remember, yeah I yeah moved in with you guys like, yeah um, yeah he moved in with me and then we moved out together mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it was very early in the relationship that he was like living with me so <laughs> but like that's how comfortable we were with each other and which which is but that's not you know that's not always the case but you know that's how it is but when it came to you know other women and stuff like that i did have my insecurities i really did but it was more so a question of what's her intentions. Of course. Because I know Dawn. Dawn's not gonna run off with just some woman. Oh, okay. She's attractive. <laughs> Let me try her now. Like, <laughs> I bring up the subject of like threesomes and he goes, I don't wanna double dip. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, for him to say something like that, it's like, okay, he's I'm not, if he's dead. gonna do that, he's not gonna run off with another woman. I mean, I guess that's where I would probably differ because I, I would not give up a, a, an opportunity. That's different. I guess if you're married, I don't know. I, I might, maybe my views would be different if I was to think about People it. People like have that. open marriages. I've seen that, but I don't know. It'd be different because, you know, I wouldn't want to, like, share my life with somebody. No. You know what I mean? Not at all. There are people who do that, you know? There yeah, they swap wives. And they swap like, their swingers and stuff that's like that. Crazy. That's I think that's weird. That is weird. You just know that your wife I just can't... This. I can't imagine having sex with someone else and then going back to my husband no, that's fucking like weird. it's we- like intentionally oh of course you know what i mean <laughs> like it's weird that's weird right? even if it's like because the fact that you know swingers it's, it's a consent like they're saying yeah you can do it and they, yeah I, I, even that in itself was like huh? but like what if you ca- what if like they catch feelings and then like oh yeah i, I like my, uh, my my friend's wife and he likes my wife <laughs> like fuck? do we swap wives like now? completely swap wives. yeah like <laughs> Everything you guys want to have like a like a adventurous time, you just switch. Okay, well, you know, there's those instances where you know um, people are sexually incompatible. Oh, of course. So, and there's men who can't like depending on the age difference or or whatever. Like you know, there might be a younger woman with an older man. Maybe he can't get it up. You know, he allows her to kind of just go off and do her own thing <laughs> and get her pleasure somewhere else because he knows that he can't provide yeah, for her. You know, so. Which, I mean, I guess, I guess that's fine. I mean, I feel like as long as you got some sort of understanding yeah, in your relationship, then I think it's you, fine. And it works for you. That's all that matters. But yeah, like there, there's been, you know, there's yeah, there's definitely been instances in our like when when it comes to me and you, our friendships where you know women have been quite drilled, like legit drilled you and asked you bare questions about me interrogation and it's just like, interrogation and it's just like can i meet them 
<laughs> can I can I meet them and just be like, hey, like, she, she's look, extra. I'm pregnant. She's and still, I have a she's ring still on. extra as fuck. <laughs> like, she ain't gonna care. Just... She'd be like, well, you know, there's still a, there's still a chance. I'm just like, yo, fuck that out of that shit. Like, what's like, wrong with you? Like, what do you think's gonna happen? Like, halfway through my marriage, like, what in the next ten years? I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get with Tarek now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what her her her, like, her, her thought process. Was. I think that's so funny. And it was funny because the same girl. She's like, "Well, if you're remote, if you're at your own place, I'm gonna be there all the time because I don't want these hoes at your house." I'm like, oh, first of all, my friends aren't hoes; they're just friends." We're, I'm a pregnant hoe, apparently. <laughs> I'm a pregnant hoe with a with a um, ring on my finger. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, some of the stuff she said is just it's it's funny to me sometimes. It's just that's just it's funny. Like, yeah, it's it's uh, and she probably thinks she's like I'm being serious, but I'm just like I'm just dying inside because it's like not dying like death but like dying funny because it's just so funny it's funny like i just feel like women just need to be they just need to love themselves for who they are love yourself first and then you can love whoever you want after but if you can't love yourself then you're always going to be in constant a constant conflict with yourself and your spouse because you're thinking that your spouse is out doing all god knows what Mm. with whoever and there's no trust there, and there's no trust and you, there's trust issues again there's been women there's women who who just have trust issues from past relationships like myself you know i had those trust issues but now i don't have them anymore because you know it's been a long time it's been a long time for me you know i'm good so um but you know sometimes men give that that idea that something might be going on with with them they're they're kind of suspicious they're shifty they're they're uh they're closed off and that makes a woman wonder it makes a woman's mind kind of start stirring and put and then they put these own like they have like their own conspiracies about make up they make up shit or like oh i saw you with this person i was like but that never even happened i wasn't even there you know so um or like somebody told me that i saw you they saw you here and it's just like (laughs) but i was at work (laughs) that happens one time i was that happened to you at work and there's one of my fr- oh, female friends she's a cool friend of mine mm-hmm. she called me i was i went to the washroom my phone was charging she called me she's like and then i came back to miss call i texted her I'm like what did you call me just now she's like yeah that, i swear i just saw you in my workplace i'm like huh like, is that you i just saw like why'd you why'd you just not say hi to me i was like what are you talking about oh my about? god i'm at work right now you probably saw someone look like me but not me but she was so adamant that it was just me she's like yeah i saw you we didn't say hi like that's rude i'm like <laughs> okay sorry and this was a friend yeah it wasn't even your significant other no. it was a friend no not even no. wow that's pretty funny mm-hmm. <laughs> i had an ex of the same thing she saw she, she saw she she thought she saw me in square one and square thought, what are you doing in square one i live in scarborough <laughs> i don't know how you think you see me out there like i don't even this know man li- this man lives in scarborough square one for those of you that don't know is in mississauga drive yeah i don't even like we're driving. east enders so i don't know i don't know <laughs> like, i don't even like driving so why would i be out there that's cr- that's i hate square one by the way God, <laughs> i can't stand that mall i've only been like two or three times it's just you know what it is it's just like this like it's a eight it's a figure eight. Oh, really? The it's, mall. It's, I find it confusing as shit. Yeah, it's really confusing. And all the times I went there, I always had a headache every time. Because I just mm. don't understand what's happening in there. Yeah, I don't know. They have good stores, though. It's just that, like... I find, like, it's, I think it's, like, the... The Yorkdale version of Mississauga. Like, you know how they have Yorkdale uh, Mall? 
Yorkdale is one so is like, hectic. But I think Square One is like the word, like slightly version. You think so? Yeah, they're about the same size. Are they? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, because Yorkdale actually has big. has upstairs and downstairs, but they have extended. Like they've they've really you know opened up a lot more at Yorkdale. So I've I don't know. Been there once. I literally been to Yorkdale once in my life. You haven't been to Yorkdale once. I was a there was a point in time where I was going to Yorkdale so much, and I don't, I didn't understand why I was going to Yorkdale so much. <laughs> like, oh, you know what it was? Orpheus Road. Oh yes. Orpheus Road was the shit back then. Yeah, I used to have some very rare deals out there. You guess. Yo, all all their shit sucks now. I haven't been there in a minute. No. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you that don't know where what we're talking about, Yorkdale is. Uh, where would you say it is? Like. Western Toronto. It's like yeah, it's like Western Toronto. Like it's kind of like that border, like right, like right border after. Western, like Western and like down. No. Western, Western Saga. No. No, it's like. Where is it? Is it like Allen Road? It's Allen Road. Yeah, cause I pass on the house yeah. and I go home from work. Yeah, it's like Allen Road, Rec- not kind of sort of Rexdale area. Yeah. Yeah, it's in like the Rexdale kind of area. I'm going to. I feel like I'm wrong, but yeah, Allen Road. Yeah, that area. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those of you that you know know Toronto or don't know Toronto or been to Toronto once or twice, um, so yeah, it's this big mall. It has like the Rainforest Cafe. It has a movie mm-hmm. theater. It has a whole bunch of stuff. Across the street is like basically the hood, and there's, <laughs> there's like a main chaz like behind Yorkdale and like you know, so um, they have like outlet stores like literally across the street and like you just walk down and there's just a strip of like outlet stores so there's like stitches outlet urban planet bare cheap clothes yeah urban behavior roots civil play all those places so that's where i literally got all my clothes from like when i was in high school because it was dirt cheap and like we'd go there like every other weekend (laughs) to get (laughs) shit like at least once a month Jeez. so yeah but yeah um Damn, how do we veer into this? <laughs> like what I we're talking know. about. How did, how did we get into How that? did we, we get into malls? Oh, because the girl saw you at Square One. Oh, there we go. We just started or claim. About, claim that yeah, she saw you at Square One. We just started talking about malls. We started talking about malls. This is what always happens. See? <laughs> always happens. Anyways, yeah. So what happened? The girl thought she saw you at Square One. Yeah, and she called me up. She's like, Are you, is that you? I'm just like, no. <laughs> Where were you at the time? I think I was sleeping or something. <laughs> I think it was at home. I was, I was passed out or something. That sounds about right. <laughs> I either passed out or I was probably getting high either... or something. Some yeah. shit. She called me. I'm like, what? It's like, you just passed me in the mall. I'm like, no, I'm not even. She's like, what mall are you talking about? I'm in Square One. I'm like, what the fuck? Why would I be out of Square One? I live in, I live in Scarborough. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm home. She's like, oh. What are you doing? I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, get off my phone. <laughs> That's funny. What are you doing? <laughs> Yo, the girls that you encounter, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't the stories know that you tell me, I don't understand half the shit that goes on. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Females are a different breed. Yes, they're a different breed. <laughs> we love you, you know, but you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in sometimes crazy like i'm i'm crazy like i'm i'm mad like you average i mean you know compared to what i've experienced you average <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i mean i'm not doing some crazy shit. like i saw you at like no, I, in I, hamilton I, I, that, that, that <laughs> like, same girl that said um 
Oh, that she she doesn't want you to wedding. She she oh. she that she's a crazy one. That's a, yeah. That's a whole next. So apparently, I'm not allowed at Tarek's wedding. <laughs> My so-called wedding that I'm having. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't know I was getting married. But I didn't know right. he was getting married either. I'm like, but I'm not allowed there, so. And then, and then she, I was, I kept telling him like, oh, I guess we're not getting married. She just kept disregarding it. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> You know, marriage is a two-way thing. You know, you it's a two-way thing. You can't just say, "Oh, we're getting married," and then you can stand out by yourself <laughs> and have an imaginary ring and have fun with that. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be probably on my couch smoking weed, getting high. <laughs> oh man, I'll probably be sitting there too. Yeah, <laughs> that would make it even worse. <laughs> even worse. She's not allowed. That's okay. She don't have to come. I don't have to come either. We'll just go smoke some weed. You, you can stay at the altar and marry yourself. Well, whenever that happens, hopefully I'm not pregnant, so I can actually smoke some weed. <laughs> That's funny, man. Oh my god. I don't know. Yeah, so females, yeah. She's probably the craziest one I've I've uh, encountered. Yeah. I don't even know why I still tolerate her. You have, you, and then like there's been some in the past that just like, they just despised me. Oh, that one lesbian, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> she never like I don't know why. I don't know what it was. She ne- she doesn't even know me. Like she don't know she nothing about me. But she, like... You know she she was one of them punch chicks. So she was that's just how she was. Oh, this is back when I was young. I was like yeah, 18, yeah, yeah. I didn't so yeah. I mean she was she was she was yeah she was alright. She had a fat ass. That was nice. <laughs> that's always I mean that's always the way to go. I was young. I was like 18. Fuck it. I was like, yeah, she got a bad shit with my titties. Like, yeah. Whatever. I did her for like a whole year, which was weird as how I don't even know how I did that. But, me neither. Yeah. I kept hearing. Every time I talked to this guy, he's telling me something. And I'm just like, what is, What happened? Like, what, what What? did you tell her? <laughs> I think you make the mistake of mentioning me. I think that's what, I think that's where you go yeah, wrong. Yeah, I think with her. No, even with her, I didn't tell her like detail. I just told her, like, you know, I've been forever. She's my friend I've known for a minute. She's like, oh, I don't want you talking to no girls. I'm like, what's wrong with this girl? <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, it's just, I guess, honestly, because you know what it is? There's a lot of side chicks out there. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. So I can understand why women get this way and they get territorial. Because it's think like, a side chick. yeah, they think, they either think they're a side chick or they think that this side chick is going to get you. You know what I'm saying? So I I think that's where you go wrong when you even mention that you have a female friend. <laughs> you don't mention that shit because it's like, it's like, okay, oh, so what does she look like? Because as soon that's that's the one thing. But, what does she look like? Yeah, but the same way is like if you can't accept my friends, then maybe you can fuck off straight up. Like I don't Some women are just that. not like that. But there's there's men like that too. Of course. There's it men like that ways. too. It goes both ways for sure. There's definitely side niggas out there. Oh, oh my god. I had friends there with Saturday for a minute. Oh, oh man. man. One of my, one of my and boys. And friend zoned forever. <laughs> yeah, he, forever. He, he got don't, family. He got don't family put him zone. on blast, yo. Right, and that's why, that's why I didn't say his name. You, all you know, you know what I said. But, yeah, he, he, had, he had some, like, I, I witnessed because I know it's not for years, but like he, like, he was talking to Bear Girls and they just friend zoned him. One girl he really liked. And then his his one of his boys actually ended up smashing. He took too long. <laughs> oh my god, that's the dude crazy. said he took too long. Took... I smash, I smash. My, my bad. And then basically, but, wow. but before that, she he got family on before that. Anyways, like she said, like you're my you're my brother, you're my family. Then he went he went to family events with her. I love when girls do that shit. I've but, done it. I'm guilty of it. I've done that yeah, shit. But like, oh, you're like a brother to me. <laughs> but then he comes and like he complete he complains to me and he's like, oh, yeah, she put me in a friend zone. I'm like, bro, it's just the way you come off. Like you, you want a girl to you want to talk to her, you gotta approach her like you want to talk to her. You kind of approach her as a friend. Yeah. And I you, you know, her, you know what it is? It's, yeah, you listen to their problems too much. 
that's and then that's he, what it is. All he'll do is he want to hang out with them and, and chill. I'm like, nah, you want if you want to date a girl, take her out. Yeah, take second, her out. third date, try and kiss her. You don't just talk and be like, oh, we should go do this and that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I find with him, he's his um his his view is very like traditional because like his parents are together and he, he grew up with that. Yeah, so, like he, yeah. he kind of wants like, which is a, nice. A I mean, girl, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? But again, too, the I feel like a lot of the the issues with women as well as that they want the man to come to them. Yep, yep, yep. They have this traditional view of. You know how it should be, mm-hmm. and the and the woman, I mean, the man should should come to them and approach them and and make the first move and and this and that and it's like no 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 I I don't believe in that shit because yeah, I, I most definitely went after Dolan when I saw him. Yeah, <laughs> like, even, I even just, with me, like I'm that kind of guy. Like I don't approach I don't approach random like females. I find this kind of weird. The guy just comes to you don't know them. It's like hey, what's up? Some girls look at that kind of weird. They're like, who's this guy out of the blue? Yeah, like if you just say something, I like that's happened to me so many times. Like a man just kind of like approach you, and it's like I'm not in any even mood to even talk like, to you. It's like if, if you guys if you meet somewhere like at like a, yeah, a if it's at a party or like, you have, like a, a mutual friend, you guys different. are like making eyes across the room or some yeah, shit. If you guys keep looking at each other, they're smiling and there's wings and stuff, and you know, yeah. the, the the chemistry's there. The chemistry's you, go, there. you go over and talk, but it's different. Yeah, you just see someone on the street, you just walk by, and you walk past. Like, hey, shoddy, yeah. what up? I've had guys do that like I've I've known it works for some of them but some guys can't do it I've had a guy come like open his car door I ran okay I ran because (laughs) I thought it was late at night for one it was late I had a guy open his car door and like say something to me I don't even know what he said but I booked it home I was like nah nah son I'm not trying to be on the news no nah 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 that's not happening I I knew this guy he was so extra sore. We were downtown, and he saw a white girl with a fat ass across the street. <laughs> the countdown said three. He ran so fast. He's like, "Yo, white girl with a fat body." I'm like, "Wow, oh my god!" This man, and he actually got her phone number too. What? What do you mean? He that? got her phone what do you number. Mean? You know what? Why am I surprised? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know, but she gave him the number. I'm like, how did you do that? I think it's the effort that he put in to run across the street. He ran. Then. I think that's, I think that's what got her. And you know, it's the funny like, thing if is, if he is willing to run across the street for me, he'll run for me. Anywhere. He'll run for me anywhere. But the funny thing is, we were, we were going downtown because he had tendonitis in his ankle. So I don't know how to fuck. <laughs> You run like you. I don't know how the fuck you run like that, and you have ten minutes in your fucking ankle. How did that even happen? I don't know. Who is this guy? Do I know him? I wrote a poem about him in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I call it demon. That's all I'm gonna say. He, he's not a very um. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a fucking situation. Okay. For another, for another story. You know what? I think. Oh, now I remember who you're talking about. <laughs> okay, I remember who you're talking about. Now. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, he was an interesting dude. I don't talk to him no more because he. Uh, that's crazy. I can't believe he got this girl's number. He got about six girls' phone numbers that day. Like he was on a, on a roll, I mean, and he's like he's like, he's like, he's not even a good looking dude. Like, an, you know what? I feel there's a lot of girls that give fake numbers. He was texting all of them, and he actually met up with a few of them afterwards. You're joking. The white girl, he was texting her after he got a number. Like he made sure he called her. Her phone rang. What kind of shit? He chops him around the bus, and and the girl came to the same night and gave him top. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he, the same day? Same night. He went, the same night? Same night, because like his cause his girl wasn't around, so he missed... I'm like, see how fucking... Yo, dog. Savage these are like... Yo, you know what? If I was a guy, I'd probably do the same shit. I mean, if you could do it, yeah, I mean... I'd probably do the same... I'd be short, though. I'd be a short guy. <laughs> I'd be I'd be one of those those guys. You're one of those 5'4 hey, guys, like, like a Kevin Hart man. Hey, yeah. 
Yeah, I be like that. Oh man. Every one of those light skinned uh, short guys that are trying to get that. bear girls. Yo, I get bear yo, I get bear things. I get bear things. <laughs> Especially if I have if I have you, my locks too. Yeah, but you have you have, you have to go, <laughs> oh, go after all the girls that are five foot. That's literally your what your what you're right. Yo, there's tall girls out there that like short men. Alright? <laughs> I I know some. I will, actually I won't lie. I actually I, know I, some. I messed with a tall girl one time. Like, I'm 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 an average I'm like five nine. Yeah. I messed with a um Melissa girl, she was 5'11, five, five, six foot, and she did not mind. She had some big titties, it was great. Yeah, you see, you're you're in right you're you're right in the the right headspace right for it. Yeah, your face just like, goes right there. It was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Anyways, <laughs> we gotta wrap this up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um Tarek, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so so happy you're finally on it. Yes. And thank you for talking about your poetry book. So poetry book is called Black, Blue, and Green. Um, I'm gonna put up a picture on Instagram. I'm gonna put on my stories. I'm gonna probably promote it for a couple of days so that you guys can see it. Um, and hopefully, people ask me where can I get a copy and be like, "Don't worry, I got you." Soon you know, to come. Soon, soon to, to come. come. Um, he'll definitely be online very soon. Um, yes. He'll have his page up very soon. But he is a author. That is what I wanted to tell everybody today is that my best friend is an author. So I'm super super proud of him, and I hope that this goes really really far. And I'm. I'm excited for the next one because I know there will be another one. More than one. Probably another four. Yes. Okay. So we're going to wrap this up. Black Underground on every social media account. You guys know what it is. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.